0: Hey guys. hey guys!
1: My name's Shaughnessy. My name is Shanice. We, we are Soulful Synergy. Synergy. And on this episode we have a special guest with us. She's the founder of The Brand Agents and she also just started her own podcast called Talks of TQ. Damina Q, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Hi! How are you? I'm
2: good. Thank you guys for having me.
0: We know that it was a hot mess outside. Hot mess. The snow just both of us struggling. <laughs> yeah, I struggle. It took me forever <laughs> to get off the street. Like, I was stuck on my driveway for a good hour. You're a fellow podcaster. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit more about your podcast.
2: Basically, a podcast about anyone that's kind of going through stuff in their 20 something year old stage of their life um, all the trials, the tribulations, the good stuff, the bad stuff, everything. Nice. And you also have a business. Let's yes. talk about that. So the Brand Agents, agents. yeah, it's a branding agency. So it's everything marketing and branding. And um, we basically help small businesses up to influencers. So anything in between from small businesses to top luxury brands, um, just make an online present. So anything from social media management, photography, videography, anything that's going to help enhance your brand to the next level. So since we're talking about your business, mm-hmm. um, branding do's and don'ts. Give us your top five. Okay,
1: <laughs> you know
2: what? It is so like specific because mm-hmm. my do's are be you, be consistent have goals and good content Mm -hmm. and just to break that down a little bit be you I think a lot of people with especially the stage on Instagram where you see a girl looking a certain way you want to copy her formula because you're like okay she has a lot of followers Mm -hmm. but that sometimes doesn't come across the way that you should be Mm -hmm. online it doesn't translate to your followers Mm -hmm. so I think people get kind of thrown off by that they try to do things that are not them and people see that it's Doing the most, yeah, (laughs) true. It's kind of corny, you know. So, um, just be you, be consistent in posting every week. Every day, I say, but a day gets a little bit too much. So like every week and have goals for yourself. So try and get some inspiration, whether it's on Pinterest or anywhere else. But try to get, um, you know, some goals in mind for the week where it's content based, Instagram stories, anything like that. You just have a goal to hit. So I'm going to post three times this week on Instagram story asking my followers to do this or asking these questions. Mm-hmm. and then just good high quality content good pictures good captions and all that good stuff yeah, yeah. captions are so important yeah. now. I, like, I, I, I wish i could like captions honestly oh, that would be That'd a cool be feature dumb. on instagram right. yeah. that's actually a really good feature so yeah. don't don't is don't buy followers i can't tell you guys how many people that i come across mm-hmm. and they're like well, I'm already at this level. Where can you take me? And I use a software where it shows me if you've bought followers mm. or not. And a lot of people in the industry have that. If you're in social media marketing, we have the software that shows you. So I know for a fact if you live in Toronto, you're not going to have Cambodian followers. Yeah. You know, <laughs> So don't buy followers because Instagram does that swipe once a year. You guys know last time that like celebrities, all of their followers went down. A lot of them mm-hmm. because a lot of these people buy followers Mm -hmm. so instagram is trying to take all of these robot followers off of instagram and they do the swipe so all these fake followers that you bought they're going to get swiped anyway so Mm -hmm. don't even start off with buying followers Mm -hmm. Um, my other thing that's a do not for branding is don't put up anything you wouldn't want other brands to see so Mm -hmm. i find that that's a lot of you know people's confusion it's showing enough personality but you're not going to put up pictures of yourself getting smashed at the club on the weekends. Yeah. Brands so don't like that. Yeah. Exactly. And a lot of people want to get sponsored by brands, but brands scroll through your whole entire page. Mm-hmm. They're fair not enough. going to <clears throat> represent you or have you under their umbrella of a brand if they're like chugging a Grey Goose on the weekends. It fair doesn't enough. work like that. Yeah, that's know? fair.
1: It makes sense now. Yeah. So those are my do's and don'ts. <laughs> good, good, good. So how long have you been in the... <clears throat> I'm like sick
2: (laughs) how long have you been in the branding industry I've been in the marketing and branding it's so crazy because I actually started doing social media management before social media management was even a title I just used to back in the day I used to do um I used to run socials and twitter for uh this big nightclub down here called music music nightclub yeah, yeah. yeah So I used to do it when Justin Bieber was there and like Rob Ford was there and it was like big thing. They had a big buzz and they just needed someone to, and social media management Mm -hmm. wasn't a position yet. Yeah. They were just looking for someone to tweet for them. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all they said. So Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'll tweet for you guys. I know how to tweet. Mm -hmm. And I got paid for that. And that was like the beginning of it. And I've been in it for like maybe seven, eight years now, but I officially started my own brand just October of last year.
1: nice Nice.
0: congratulations that's awesome
2: awesome so what inspired you to launch your podcast my podcast okay Mm -hmm. well I started off with trying to blog first last year Mm -hmm. and it went really well it was so crazy because I'm just like I was just writing down my feelings I'm the type to just like write things down even if it's like my goals or things that I need to do even down to grocery lists, like I just write down everything. Mm -hmm. So I was just like writing things down and I actually ended up typing it out one time and starting a blog just literally overnight. I had no plans of doing it. It wasn't like a big thing that I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And the response was like so well, but I shut it down because I started to get clients and I had this one client refer to my blog in a meeting. And I was like, oh, Oh. this is a little messy because she's talking to me about my personal life and I'm here like approaching her business-wise like Mm -hmm. there was no the line kind of got blurred a little bit so I was like I don't know if I want to do this or not so I backtracked but now with this podcast I just feel like people will only listen to you if they want to it's Mm -hmm. not as easy as reading it Mm -hmm. because you actually have to put in your headset or your headphones or Mm -hmm. whatever you actually have to sit down be in a zone to listen to someone so it takes away anyone that doesn't want to completely invest in listening to me Um, but it kind of attracts all the people that are going to relate to you in a specific way and resonate with you and stay with you throughout that conversation. So my inspiration was like turning that blog, but turning into a conversational based thing Mm -hmm. where I'm, I'm not just talking and that's the end of that. I'm talking and you actually get to respond back to me. So whenever Mm -hmm. I post my, my podcast Mm -hmm. under it, people are like, Hey, I like when you said this, this happened to me. Mm -hmm. And then I actually get to comment back based off of, that specific episode so you more involved yeah. yeah so it was just for me to initially start a blog and then it turned into a podcast and I just really like it I really like that space of just like getting in your zone mm-hmm. I sit down I turn off the lights I like put on candles mm-hmm. I like drink wine yes. and chill out <laughs> and I um start my podcast and I'm in my zone in my like big sweats and messy hair and just relax yeah. exactly so if I was to have an outlet of a conversational based kind of um platform it, it podcast was the way for me
0: mm-hmm. i like an episode i think two or one or two you said how you don't want to like it to come off as like a diary like you know yeah. expressing your emotions or your personal life so i, I like that too like you're mm-hmm. separating it and making it different mm-hmm. yeah for sure
2: um i don't think there's a problem with doing it that way but no. just for me um I'm not someone that likes to hear ranting and stuff. Mm -hmm. If if it's that kind of podcast, cool. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to invest in a podcast and then one day you're talking about business, the next day you're ranting like I'm one of your girlfriends. Like Mm -hmm. I gotta figure out your tone and your language. You have to have a consistent tone. Yeah. So for me, um, it doesn't work for me to wear my heart on my sleeve 24/7 because that's not how I feel every day. Mm -hmm. So that that was like my little happy medium. I like it. (laughs) what about you guys like this is so great like what made you start this podcast in the first place so
1: for us it was more therapeutic i would say we came from like a personal approach i would say because we have like crazy conversations all the time and they're so good and after we're like we feel good talking to each other that's so nice so we're like why not share it
2: that's so cool yeah Yeah.
1: spread it that's amazing yeah So yeah, we just tell stories based on our experiences in our 20s, and then we kind of relate it to our friends, and I we know, get guests. So, and, oh. Yeah, more
0: so is like relationships, I mm-hmm. think for us, it was more relationships and what we were going through at the time, mm-hmm. and we could kind of just give each other pointers yeah. and be like, oh, like, don't do this, <laughs> yeah,
1: don't do that, you know? but, And then we yeah. evolve from there, and just like, it's, it's really interesting, because we've t- taken it so many places, yeah. like we did our Women's World little series, where yeah. we're focusing on women doing things creators entrepreneurs and yeah and like how
2: they balance life and work and all of that that is so cool and I think specifically in our city we need that a little bit more so I'm I'm glad that you guys are doing this thank Thank you you. (laughs) yeah it's dope
1: Collaboration. So we talked about this a little bit when I messaged you. Um, how we're saying how there's enough space for women to empower empower each other That's in the right. industry. Enough space.
2: So you've
1: been in marketing and branding for a while. So I'm sure you've seen the caddy side yeah. of the industry.
2: Well, tell me about it. What's your? Well, opinion? you know what? I've also ran events. So mm-hmm. I have. I started off with trying to get into the event space. And it's not something that I really cared for in the first place of like running events and making sure I get the money, it was more so getting people together, that was my goal. So. I tried to do it with a boat cruise, which went really well, but I still felt like it was missing, like, something in there, Mm -hmm. and for me, I love inspiring other women, I love talking to other women, just, Mm -hmm. like, how you two have each other, like, Mm -hmm. I I love that space, it's just so comforting to have all these sisters, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I started off this pop, um, sorry, a pop-up shop by the name of Girls Who Hustle last year, Mm -hmm. and it went really, really, really well, and I'm, like, this is so funny, because we have this conversation around, like, girls don't support each Mm -hmm. other, and, and you know no one's there for each other all these girls are hating but i'm like look at this i mean Mm -hmm. like i just had this idea overnight i ran this pop-up shop and over 300 people came and there was almost over 30 vendors that were all female down to the chef down to jewelry food clothes everything was girls Mm -hmm. nothing no guys around at all when it Mm -hmm. came to the vendors part but then the whole city came out and it was such like a gratifying moment for me Mm -hmm. because i feel like we're almost like brainwashed into thinking that yeah. the next girl's not going to support you, so we're not reaching out to each other. I think that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. we're always competing. Compe- yeah, yeah. But you think that you're competing? Yeah. Like it's like this whole thing. You know when you like walk in the mall and you look at a girl mm-hmm. and you're like just looking at it because she looks cute. Like yeah. you're like cute shoes. Yeah. Like, and she's probably like. But like why she's are like why, why are you at me? staring? At me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's that exact thing. But yeah. think of it in a bigger picture. Yeah. I'm not going to approach you because I don't know if you're going to like what I'm doing, mm-hmm. or you're doing your own thing and you think you're better than me or just anything or if we're in the same industry if I have a jewelry line and you have a jewelry line like I don't know if you're going to like working with me but a lot of the times all it takes is a conversation yeah. all it's awesome. sliding into the dms like hey girl <laughs> but that's the way it should be yeah. right yeah. but there's obviously is a cattiness around to the element but yeah. a lot of it's just lack of conversation so yeah. i think once people start conversating more and yeah. sliding into more dms mm-hmm. yeah. it works out because a lot of the time it's just that weird gray space of not knowing what you're thinking yeah you know it's what I mean it's so like, true it's just like so curiosity yeah. Yeah. yeah like I'm not gonna approach you cause I don't know how you're going to respond back yeah mm-hmm. so once we eliminate that I think it's all good and just the kindness like will like go the on. middle man. It will, yeah exactly
1: cause we've had good experiences with our guests like I'm the queen of sliding into DMs so I'm like hey like yeah come, that's us come yeah. record with us so
2: that's so true what you said for sure cause a lot of the for times sure. girls will say yes yeah just, you might get that rare no, but that's just life. No yeah. one's gonna like you're not be on the same timeline as you. Or... I
1: respect that. I respect nah. when girls like it. Just for example, like if I were to go to someone and they're like, no, like it doesn't work with what I'm doing, but like good for you. I respect that. But what I don't respect mm-hmm. is when like they like low-key throw shade and they're like yeah i'm so down i was talking to an entrepreneur and she was supposed to partnership with this girl for like six months they had the plan going everything was going and then it came to it mm-hmm. and the girl's like i don't want to do it anymore i actually don't like what you do and
2: well I, like, you know what i've had my experiences too i used mm-hmm. to have a cosmetics line and i used to send out my lipsticks to influencers Mm-hmm. and it, that's just such a gamble because they're mm-hmm. they say yes but once it's delivered and mm-hmm. i know for a fact i like did the whole tracking thing on mm-hmm. you know when i sent it out mm-hmm. they would get it and then they would be like yeah i don't think i i, I want to do this anymore and i'm like shouldn't you bring this up before for i send yeah, out the products yeah. to you yeah so that's a big don't thing Waste for your sure. time. Yeah, yeah don't waste people's time time money mm-hmm. products uh you know and it's just about like you know I'm offering something to you for free for a reason. Mm-hmm. If you weren't down for it, as you said, I would respect if you said, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, I don't mm-hmm. want to shout this out. Yeah. I don't want to do this. But um, when you just create the illusion that you're going to do something or you're going to deliver on a promise and then you don't, and yeah. eh, now I'm not feeling it. Yeah, you know?
1: exactly. That's a big thing I just don't like delivery yeah. for sure mm-hmm. and keeping your word. And we need to get started. We need to get it together a little bit, I think. <laughs> for sure. At times, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What are three things you would tell your younger self?
2: Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> this one was a hard thing for me to think about, actually. I would definitely say, I wrote it down too, just to make sure, <laughs> is do whatever you want. That's the first thing, because I have, like, a lot of gut feelings about things, but I'm always like, I I don't know if I should, Mm -hmm. if I shouldn't. And I hesitate, and I've always regretted the things that I thought about twice. You get what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. any single time I've changed my mind, later on, I've always experienced, I'm like, damn, I should have, like, stuck to my initial thought. Yeah, Um,
1: That's a good one. It's so true. Always. Always.
2: Honestly. You just gotta trust yourself.
0: We feel it, and we know, but we're like,
2: nah. And that's, like, business, relationships, career, Mm -hmm. like anything, any element of your life, like any single time I double guess what I initially wanted to do Mm -hmm. and I threw myself off, I've doubted myself and completely regretted it. Um, The second thing would be, it kind of ties in with the first one, would be to trust myself because again, like when you don't trust yourself and you doubt yourself and you second guess yourself... You throw yourself off. No one else is throwing you off. You never mm-hmm. needed to listen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I would ask other people's opinions when I already knew the answer. I wouldn't trust myself. I wouldn't trust my decision. So maybe not always asking for second opinions because I would complete an entire project mm-hmm. and then ask people their opinions. And then they will be like, eh, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me just throw <laughs> this whole project away. Yeah. But that's I shouldn't. Yeah. If I completed it and I feel good about it, there's no need for another Validation Validation There you go Yeah And the last one Something I would tell my younger self Don't waste time Honestly Because I wish I started things way earlier Way Mm. earlier I'm not saying 26 years old is super late in life But Mm. I was kind of already on the same journey and um, from when I was, like, 20 in the same field. Mm-hmm. But I was retracting myself and distracted myself from diff- two different things in different industries and different kind of bodies of work mm-hmm. when I could have started this game way, way, way earlier. Yeah. You know? but and Sometimes it's, it's timing, it's, too. Like, yeah. Know, maybe you just weren't ready at the time. I think about that all the time. It's like you have to be a certain person to mm-hmm. do certain things in a certain way. So, mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, I wish I was... Okay, there you go. I would change up my last one then mm-hmm. because of what you just said. I w- wish I knew things earlier.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I wish
2: I developed myself a little bit earlier and heard myself a little bit earlier in life.
1: Mm. Me too. Yeah. I can agree with that for you sure. You did like
2: a post and I liked
0: it today. I think it was, um, what was it? About if like you could see your future, like a glimpse of it for like two <laughs> would seconds. You, yeah. Would you do it? Would Damn. Def- Straight, I would. You do would it in a
2: second, but there was a lot of people that said no. I wouldn't.
0: You wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. Tell
1: I'll tell you why. So honestly, for me, I just like living each day, like you know, and going through the motion. I feel like when I know something, I'm preparing for that, and I'm always gonna be stressed about that, or what if it's not good? What if it's really good? And I'm chill. I get then, where you're you know what from? I mean? Because like, the
2: only thing I, I I agree with you is like if you know what's gonna happen in the future, you're gonna change how you move right now. Now, exactly sure. when it's
0: natural. But right you now. are the type of person who likes control. And I you do. like to be in control and, of and that's the problem. See if I have if I have that
1: knowledge, it's a wrap. Like <laughs> I get
2: you. <laughs> but that's it's good then because yeah. you're willing to not know that information. Yeah. You're willing to be in the unknown area and live every day to whatever it has in store for you. Yeah. No, I wanna know.
0: Yeah. I wanna know too. I, yeah. just, a just a little Just a
2: little bit. Just oh. to know that I'm on the right path. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's all. It. I just want I to hear like, you. future Tamina to be like, high five, yo, yeah. you're good. Like, right just now, keep I'm doing high. what you're doing. Yeah.
1: Okay, like, no judgment, guys. But the way I see it is just like going to the end of the book and reading the last page. You know I'm, what I'm literally like, okay. that. I've done that. <laughs> I've done that too. done that? I've done, done that. Guys, it's about the process
2: you still go through the process but Mm -hmm. you have I I would love to know if I'm on that process to begin with on that journey to you know begin that process in the first place I hear Um, you I hear I agree I agree with both sides but but I think that feeds into like I'm a perfectionist like I don't release anything or don't do anything unless I feel like it's perfect so i think that's what it is too i would love to know that i'm doing that i know
1: myself that's why i'm like i can't have that knowledge give up that
2: glimpse into the future so good for you self-control yeah trying to have it how do you manage stress manage stress you know what i'm weird because a lot of people like to talk it out Mm -hmm. i i I like to talk it out later when i'm out of my feelings
0: yeah Mm -hmm.
2: you know when people like to talk about it when they're Feeling they're heightened in their emotion. I actually i am very calculated in certain things. So I like to zone out. I'll put on music or like watch a video or watch interviews. I love watching interviews like mm-hmm. breakfast. Me too. You know, mm-hmm. breakfast or whatever, television on YouTube. I'll put on a video and I'll just zone out and just focus on happy stuff like something like music or an artist that I like, their interview or just anything to inspire me and deflect my feelings just for a little bit while I think and go through that process of it. And then Mm -hmm. after, I'll deal with the emotions. But um, stress, I definitely like to zone out, then figure out how I'm feeling about the situation and what can be done, the solution. And then um, what I really do, like a realistic thing that I do is I dedicate days to tasks. So Mm -hmm. I don't like doing... If I'm stressed about like a project, let's say, mm-hmm. I won't try to finish the whole entire project in one day. I try to m- break it up into different parts and different jobs and different roles, and I'll finish one thing at a time, one thing in a day. So mm-hmm. I'm completely because I am a perfectionist. Like I try to do everything it's in in full in one day, and then I move on to the next thing that I have to do to complete the whole project the next day. So I think that's, that's how I manage. That's, that's good though because I'm really taking
0: your time with that one. The, that one mm-hmm. subject and not
2: rushing but it's you know? funny what you just said just like organizing mm-hmm. my thoughts is mm-hmm. such a big thing for me because I've it's always cool. explained the way that I think as like my mind is like a filing cabinet so that's how I move with people too like let me know how you feel about me or mm-hmm. let me know what your what role you want to be in my life and I'll follow you in my cabinet in my so- mind you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like if you want to be but that's how i always referred relationships too like let me know your intentions and yeah. i'll follow you in this cabinet mm-hmm. if you don't tell me what's up i'm throwing like the files in the air and yeah. now you've cluttered my mind mm-hmm. my my workspace that's you a, know that's a good analogy yeah, yeah, it's too loud, loud. That's so it's true. Too, it's true. too loud <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so, so
2: true yeah definitely organize my thoughts and and figure things out in steps that's how i manage stress yeah i agree what I about agree. you guys I would say
1: I do that, too, uh, for managing stress, and then just for the days when you can't help it. I just honestly, with, like, people, for example, like, if people are stressing me out, mm-hmm. I just try and understand that they can't think the way I'm thinking. They weren't raised the way I was. They didn't go through what I went through to think how I'm thinking. So That's so hard to do that in the moment, though. In the moment, sometimes I... Smack uh-huh. you, uh-huh. knock you but, out. But like that's always in my mind because I'm in the customer service industry as uh-huh. well. So like you have to constantly check True. yourself and control your emotions and that's People
2: play what it's like to be in like customer service mm-hmm. industries, retail, anything yeah. like that. Because it's not, it's customer not service. easy. Right. And then,
1: <laughs> and then you come across people that are just so ignorant or so petty. And you're just like, how do you think like this? But then you have to check yourself and just say, you know what? They're taking an L in life with these thoughts and this behavior. That's I'm not. Nancy's. I'm just going to
2: exactly. control myself. But that's how I feel. like Whenever I see someone be rude in public to like mm-hmm. a customer service, it's like, That, to me, is just, like, power play. Like, Mm -hmm. you just feel like you're bigger in position because I'm working, Yeah, (laughs) you know? And you're free in this world, roaming around, and you happen to come into my store, and and now you're going to be rude because you think you're bigger than me in this very moment. Trying to test you. And it's just pathetic because
1: it's just, like, without these customer service positions and stuff, what would you do? do? We need them. You'd have to do it yourself. Mm -hmm. So respect it and, you know, keep it moving. So things like that, just keeping in mind people's, like, mindsets. Intentions, all of that,
0: that helps me manage my stress. For sure. I'm sure the same for you. For me, it's the same thing. I do hair, so, like, honestly, by the end of the day, I'm drained. I don't want to talk to nobody. (laughs) I just want to silence, like, you know? But But
2: I think people forget any job, like, even with myself, it's like anything where you have to constantly talk to people that takes away a lot of energy out of you. It drains your energy to especially in the hero world you always mm-hmm. have to be like hey how are you yeah. hey how are you mm-hmm. like and even like just people's like cuz they're sitting
0: in your chair so they're expressing their problems yeah. mm-hmm. you're taking they're on their problems yeah. you know so yeah, they're just unloading yeah. so how I de-stress is I paint that's the only thing that Pain? distracts my that's mind That's so
2: cool yeah mm-hmm. I
0: paint and it distracts me for the time mm-hmm. being and I go back to Stressed,
1: yeah, that's like me working out. I work out for an hour and then
2: I'm like, Oh my god, I in, that moment, I do that.
1: Oh, in that I'm moment, in that moment, it's a goal. Work out, um, yeah, that's a goal. It helps, it helps, man. What I just promise this, you. you just I'm box. like, Yeah, I do boxing, so I'm like, Punch in <laughs> the bag,
2: like all these stupid customers. <laughs> that is so funny, but yeah, that's yeah. good though. You guys have your hobbies to kind of you know change your mood in that moment, so mm-hmm. that's all that matters, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Hobbies are important. Yeah. Oh, so important. So
1: key. I feel like it just gives you a layer onto yourself. Because yeah. when you don't have anything you're interested in... Because or... you an escape. Or yeah. You know.
2: Yeah, well, that's character development, right? That's mm-hmm. like, imagine you go on a date, and, and you're like, hey, so, like, what do you do to the guy? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm I human. <laughs> like, 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 i I work. You know, and he kept it to the surface. Like, mm-hmm. if there's no layers to you, there's no character development to mm-hmm. kind of, you know, I do this when I'm stressed. I paint when I'm stressed. Like... Mm-hmm how how are you any different from anybody else then mm-hmm. you know kind of yeah. have to break it down okay.
1: i want to play this interview from red table talk um jada pinkett asked a question would you say you're emotionally independent supposed to be and how arrogant we
0: are yeah. to believe we know who somebody is supposed to be and what they're supposed to do <laughs> like you're my brother And since you're my brother, you need to behave a certain way so that I can feel good about myself. Exactly. You're my mother, you're my daughter. When we when we look to our relationships to be something to fill us in a certain manner, you know, and that that's that is the thing for the last seven years that I've been in search of is emotional independence. Mm. When you don't need people to be something for you. There it is. Oh, man, that's the real freedom. Yeah. That's it right yeah. there. that's the real freedom. Oh,
2: man, that has been the greatest gift
0: right. in my journey, is releasing myself from that and releasing people that love me.
2: Yeah, Not feeling like they got to be something
1: that video gave me chills because like in my life for example i I feel like so many people are emotionally dependent on me and i've felt that for people and it's not fair it's like you expect people to live up to your expectations but why Mm
2: -hmm. you know i hear you on that because Mm -hmm. exactly what i was saying about energy is like when you are it's the same thing when someone's kind of um putting all of their i'm not gonna say baggage but like expressing themselves all the time and emotionally like they don't realize they're draining you Mm -hmm. even a lot of the times I've had friends like this too where they would kind of you know bring in all of their heartaches and you know life stuff on me and then they would feel good they will walk away because they're like oh okay I've unloaded all of this onto Mm -hmm. her and then I'm there sitting with my life stuff and her life stuff and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And like everything else that's going on in my life. And she hasn't allowed me to unload my, you know, emotional detox. Mm -hmm. And then I'm there sitting and I'm like, holy, like you've just unloaded yourself and you're you're walking away feeling good and empty and recharged with for the next day. And I'm here drained now and empty. And I don't even know how I feel about myself and your situation. Everything's going on in my mind. But I felt like that in relationships too, actually, Mm -hmm. like, emotionally independent that was a big thing um especially what you were saying earlier it's like the idea of i used to love that people loved me mm mm-hmm you know my especially my first relationship which is like a lot of our first relationships when we're like 17 mm-hmm. and like you know the guys just all head over heels for us mm-hmm. that's not enough it, that doesn't mean that I love you that just means mm-hmm. that I love that you love me mm-hmm. I just love how much you admire me. yeah that's cool that you would take a bullet for me but I wouldn't necessarily take it for you yeah. you know so <laughs> I just love the idea that he admired me so much mm-hmm. and um same thing, just I feel like in life that happens a lot with different kind of relationships and friendships mm-hmm. and even with family members that happens to a lot of people. But I would definitely say I am emotionally stable now mm-hmm. because I'm I'm picky about who I bring into my world now. Before I used to, and I mentioned this on my podcast too, that I felt like the prerequisite of to be my friend or be in my mm-hmm. you know world is to be nice. Nice, yeah. If you're a good person and you're nice, I'm like, hey, come on in, and mm-hmm. that's not that's enough how I anymore. It to be
1: too. It's not enough.
2: But like, you feel like if a person's good, then they're good for you. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough. Like, are you adding value into my life? Are you adding on? I'm good by myself. That's something that I had to realize. I'm good by myself. But if I was to bring you in, are you gonna add to it? Because if I'm already good by myself and you're coming in and you're just being good beside me, that I, I could have been good by myself. Mm-hmm. Why would I have you just be good beside? me? extra Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And th- that's just like in, inviting someone to the table and they don't bring anything to the table. Mm-hmm. You're like, so I could have had dinner myself and mm-hmm. ate all of this by myself. Mm-hmm. You just came to the table di- empty-handed, didn't bring anything, mm-hmm. and you want to eat with me? That that doesn't make sense Makes to no me. Sense. Are you adding something <laughs> onto the table and we're both eating, and I get to eat your food, you're eating my food, there's an exchange and yeah. thoughts, sharing. idea, mm-hmm. everything like that. So... I would say I'm emotionally stable now Mm -hmm. that I've detoxed myself with certain kind of friendships, relationships, and all that, and I'm way pickier with who comes into my circle. Yeah, I agree. I I used to be exactly like that, and I'm a people
1: person, Mm -hmm. so I still have these tendencies, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm nice to everyone, I'll talk to anyone, I'm friends, I'll go out, and now I'm learning it's so important to be selective, Mm -hmm. you know, because I've been through so many things with friends, fake friends, or fake guys, and like, you know, and I just could have avoided it by being selective. For
0: For me, I think because I'm so quiet, and sometimes I come off like, like, because I'm so qu- quiet, I come off nice in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I see myself over the years becoming meaner and meaner. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I like it don't because say mean, I don't want to say mean, but like yeah. confident. Confident. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assertive. changing that only because I feel like because I was so quiet before, the people that came into my life at the time they would walk all over me because mm-hmm. I just let it happen. Mm-hmm. So now I'm very thankful that I'm getting this new like you know
2: but that's kind of really cringe. dope that you're saying that because it's funny because my sister lives in australia now but like I, she's older than me so me and her were like attached to the hip any single time we used to go out um i used to let her do the talking and i was a quiet person that just stood in the back mm-hmm. because i'm like oh whatever she let her do her thing and i'll let her talk for us mm-hmm. and i realized that when you're the quiet person people get to pick your narrative you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you're not not—you're the silent when nothing. you're not saying anything, mm-hmm. so they get to choose who you are, what you're about, and I found that. And I'm not saying it's a good thing that she left, but because she did leave for a couple of years, like five years, and I was forced to go out on my own and like be the one to talk, and I developed my personality mm-hmm. in a way where I'm a little bit louder now... Mm-hmm. Um, it just lets you set the tone and the language for yourself, and mm-hmm. and you introduce yourself versus you being the quiet one. And you meet someone, and they're like, "Oh, I know who she." I, like yeah. they get to pick. They're your telling name you is. who you are exactly, yeah. no. and that happens a lot of times because they're like, one of us has to talk. So if you're mm-hmm. quiet, let me let me talk for you. Mm-hmm. So that that was a big thing for me also. Mm-hmm. So it's cool that you said that, and I'm glad that you're kind of like. Me too. I know, I'm <laughs> proud. Honestly, I see it every day. I'm so proud. Yeah,
1: She's mean man. to you? <laughs> yeah, I'm no, like, no, I but. like it. though. <laughs> yes,
0: girl, speak up. Because I'm not brat. Yeah, we're, like, we're sisters, so I feel like, yeah. in a sense. So, like, we just, even if I'm mad at her, I'm like, yo, like, fix up. Kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, yo, get it. Don't together. take it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I'm just
2: telling you. you yeah, know?
0: exactly.
2: But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I would definitely say I'm emotionally stable now. I wasn't yeah. before, but um, realizing that you kind of have to Pick your own story. you mm-hmm. got to pick and move however you want to in your life. And you don't necessarily need to hear everybody and talk to every single person. Mm-hmm. You're more selective, as you said, mm-hmm. like and pick you with what kind of energy you want to be around. It stabilizes your emotions naturally because you're not hearing too much noise anymore you're not hearing too much sounds not everyone's unloading their emotions onto you you're actually get to be independent and dissect how you feel and if someone was coming and express themselves you're like all right I got my shit figured out mm-hmm. now let's talk to yours. Me. yeah you know yeah for sure for me too I think I'm
1: slowly getting there because <laughs> I have a side business as well where I mentor women who've been in toxic relationships and oh, wow, good for it's, you. A, it's amazing it's so rewarding but it's also so heavy and yeah, so hard to course. deal with and you're exchanging that emotional energy mm-hmm. you know and some and I had to take a break from it because I wasn't ready mm-hmm. I was going through so much in my life and I was just piling on so much baggage and just so much trauma and just a lot of things and then other people are giving me yeah, theirs too you, you know? have to be good first yeah before you help anyone but else that's like,
2: that's like the foundation of it mm-hmm. right like for me um you know that the whole idea like no one checks on the strong friend mm-hmm. I was kind of that strong friend because everyone came to me for advice and as I said before like no one would ask how I'm doing mm-hmm. so now I'm getting left right and center everyone dropping their bombs on me and I was like okay let's figure yours out and not realizing it's breaking me down the yeah. whole entire time. So once I fixed everyone up, they're going home happy, and I'm there, like, empty, and yeah. I'm like, okay, what's Stress. up with me? You know, now I have to build myself up, and that takes longer than helping somebody else with advice, you know? Yeah, it's so true. It does. Yeah, it's
1: so important. I feel like in any business, any walk of life,
0: just make sure you're good first. Yeah. Solid, yeah. yeah, for sure. Just so you can hear yourself, think. Like mm-hmm. she's saying, you yeah. mm-hmm. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Soulful Synergy Podcast. Our Twitter is at Soulful
1: underscore Synergy, and we post new episodes weekly on our website at www.SoulfulSynergyPodcast.com. We, we are Soulful Synergy.